seconds hallelujah you are worthy of the praise you are worthy of the glory heaven and earth bows before you what a mighty god we serve i wanted to come on and just encourage your hearts that 2021 is a year of prayer and it is a year of repentance if my people which are called by my name humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways seek my face and pray then i'll hear from heaven and forgive the sin and heal the land god's going to do something marvelous in our presence today let's just go before the lord and pray father we thank you we bless you we acknowledge you that you direct us speak to us today give us encouragement give us insight give us edification give us wisdom give us understanding as we stand under the teachings of your mighty word as we stand under the presence of the almighty god thank you lord god that yea though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death that we will fear no evil your rod and your staff they comfort us you prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies our cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our life and we are going to dwell in the house of the lord forever father have your way in this year have your way in this moment have your way in this month have your way in this quarter have your way in our lives we seek your face we say yes to your will and we say yes to your way regardless of the turmoil regardless of the things that are surrounding us we lift our eyes to the hills from whence cometh our help our help cometh from you who made the heavens and the earth we put our hands in your hands and we lean not to our own understanding but we acknowledge you even now that you might direct our path bless pastor thomas today give us the words of life give us the words of increase as we move forward in the direction of your purpose in jesus name amen god bless you all thanks for joining us again stay tuned for more ministry
Do it. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about you. Yeah, how many people know that, that God is omniscient? The Bible says that he's our beginning and our end. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. He has all authority and all power in his hands. And just for a minute, I know that I know we 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 got a service to get to, but is there anything that that you need? Because God said, I'm inhabiting the praises of my people. Is there anything that you need right now? Is there anything that you want from God? Heaven's windows are open, heaven's ear is listening. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Somebody walked in sick. Somebody walked in thinking about bills. Somebody walked in thinking about family members. But God said, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Yeah, heaven and earth bow down at his feet. Yeah, he is the lily of the valley. He is the bright and morning star. He is the great I am. He is Alpha and Omega. He is my first and my last. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I think back over my life, Pastor Danny, when I think back over the hell that I caused and how he brought me through it, yeah. The songwriter said, my soul cries out hallelujah. Thank you, God, for saving a wretch like me. Yeah, I may not know your testimony, but my testimony, when I was in handcuffs, when I was in a jail cell, when I was lost, he said, yet there's my child. And because he prayed, I opened up jail cell. Don't tell me your child can't come out. 
Don't tell me your husband can't get saved. Don't tell me your wife can't get delivered because I know the God that I serve. Yeah. I know the righteous. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Bible says the righteous shall run into it and be saved. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of y'all on the internet watching, but I dare you make the sanctuary in your living room the place of your praise. The Bible said that David danced out of his clothes. I dare you take about 30 seconds and just dance out of your shoes, dance out of your problems, dance out of your situation. Hold up for a second, y'all. See, somebody don't know why you praising so hard. Somebody don't know that when you had no money, when you had no food, that God still provided. Somebody don't know that they was praying for their child to come home. They was praying for a simple text. And yesterday, but this morning, the Bible said weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Minister Reggie, hold on one more time. Anybody been in this pandemic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a person who God has not shown favor to during the pandemic when they said we would have no money, when they said bills couldn't get paid, when they said lives would be taken. But yet do I stand here, yet do I stand here depending on the word of God, depending on my God that has kept me. He's never left me nor forsaken me, nor my seed begging bread.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I, I know that we're supposed to be a youth Sunday, but sometimes you got to teach some young people how to worship. You got to teach some people just what it means to be in the presence of God, just what it means to, uh, to know him as your father. deliverance is in the house tonight. I believe healing is in the house tonight. I think uh, crooked roads are made straight tonight. I think that somebody is getting their breakthrough tonight. And we ain't even got to the word just because of your praise. God said I'm opening up my window. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. My, 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 my. Yeah, he is the rose of Sharon. He is the bomb in Gilead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Jesus, somebody just danced their way. Yeah, to their breakthrough. Yeah. Somebody just danced their way. Somebody put the devil on notice. Devil, you thought you had me, but my praise just shook you off. Yeah. Yeah, remember that old song, Shake the Devil Off? Somebody danced just shook the devil off. Yeah, somebody praised just shook the devil off. Somebody praised just broke open heaven's window. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to try to move forward in the service, man. But if you know anything about Pastor Thomas, I'm a worshiper. I'm a praiser. And when praise comes into the house, 
It's a scripture in 2 Kings where, or 1 Kings where it talks about the glory cloud of the Lord came in and the musicians were playing and it got so heavy in the house that, they, that they, the ministers couldn't minister, the preachers couldn't preach. It was just the glory cloud of God that came in. And when the glory cloud came in, they just worshiped. You ever been in that place? It ain't got to be in church. You could be in your home, in your house, and just the presence of God offers up a worship. You just begin to cry out, God, thank you, God. You know my good days, God. You know my bad days, God. You know what I'm dealing with, God. You know what I've gone through, God. You know where I've been in my life, God. You know the things that I need that nobody else knows. You know those secret places that I desire to be in. And God said that secret place is where you find me. That's when you chase after me and you seek after me daily. That's the place that we are in worship on today. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I know that we, God, Jesus. I'll give you a quick testimony this week. And I said I wasn't going to share this with anybody. I told a couple of people, but. Sunday after we got after I got home from church, I took out my book bag. I took out some essential stuff that I needed, and I was just so tired that I forgot to lock my car when I got into my house. And I did not go out to my car for two days. And do you know the enemy comes in when you when you least expect it, when you're tired. When you're at that place where it feels like you can't make it anymore. But I came out the house Tuesday morning and to find out that somebody had broken into my car. They had taken out one of my iPads. They had taken out a laptop. They had taken out my coat. And they took their time because they went through every aspect of my car. And when I, when I thought about it, I got mad. I got upset. I'm like, God... Why? 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 You, you know these things are for you. You know everything that I use, I use for your glory. My iPad, I write my scriptures on, my sermons on, I study, I research. My laptop is what we use for the projection. My coat is what I use to keep warm. But in that moment when I went back in the house, God said, have I not sustained you this far? He said, sometimes you look too much to to the fleshly, to the material stuff that you have, thinking that you need all of that to glorify me. He said, "Have I? what the scriptures say? Did, did I not clothe the lilies of the field? Aren't you more than that? He said, no. He was like, what they took, they can't use, but what they took, I may be able to touch them with. Because when you open up my iPad, you see Liberty's logo on it. You look past my Bible and you grab stuff that deliberately had the word of God, scriptures all over it. And so you have the opportunity because when you go power it up, the word of God is going to come. It's going to say where the spirit of the Lord is, 
there is liberty. So whatever demon, whatever hell, whatever tried to do it, when you cut it on, they're going to read where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So I don't know who that was setting free or who needed to hear that, but they stole it out the right car in order to get what they needed from God at that moment. So I look at every situation in my life and realize that it's all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, that are called according to your purpose. No, did it bother me that it was taken? Yes. But did I lose anything? Did it stop me? Did it slow us down on today? Pastor Danny, no, it didn't slow us down one bit. God said, I'll replace that. As a matter of fact, I'll replace it with more. So, so, so when, I, when I thank God for those moments and those times of revelation, he said it, it rains on the just as well as the unjust. So who are you to think that you don't have to go through for my name's sake? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to share that with you because it's been on my heart. I didn't share it on Thursday night at Bible study, but I wanted to share it today because it was just pressing on my heart. No matter, oh, Jesus, I just heard it. No matter what's been taken from you, God said, I'm restoring it all. I'm restoring everything that you lost, everything that you, the enemy thought that he had to destroy you with or take from you so you would lose your mind. I'm restoring it all. Amen. Amen. I don't know who that word is for, but but somebody is dealing with something they thought they lost. They just about lost their mind. And God said, no, the, the enemy thought he had your mind, but greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And so now I just want you to know that God has not left. He has not left you. He has not forsaken you. He is not. He's standing actually right there beside you. Amen. Amen. And so I want to move on forward with service real quick. Amen, amen. It's our announcement time. I want to get out the way for this man of God because I'm excited about the, the, the man of God that we have with us on today. But real quick, Liberty, our announcements. We are in our third week of our anniversary, amen. And it's been an awesome week after week after week. And in this place that we are today with my brother, Pastor Danny Prince, I'm so excited that he gets to share a word I've known this man of God since he had to be about 13, 13, 14 years old, somewhere around there. Yeah, I was a senior in high school. He was a freshman. I'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but I want you to, to continue to follow us and join us next week. We have my pastor, my covering, my spiritual covering, Apostle Johnny Charles Carrington, that will be with us from Baltimore, Maryland, amen, to close us out on our anniversary with our ordination service. Um, I want to send a special congratulations out to our two recipients that will be with us on next week. Uh, Deaconess Tansy Cherry, amen. She's in the back right now working our cameras. Amen. Can y'all give her a hand, clap, a, pray, uh, a round of applause? Amen. She will be officially taking the office of Deaconess. Also, our executive pastor who is not with us, who is uh, uh, dealing with COVID, and he makes sure that he stays safe. But uh, his name is Pastor Lewis Johnson. He will be assuming and being put into the office of executive pastor on next Saturday, on next Sunday as well. Amen. It's just an awesome time when you get to, to put people in place, people that love the ministry, people that have given their heart to the ministry and are, are here and committed with us. Amen. Also, I want to give a I want to acknowledge our worship team. Amen. I think we got the baddest worship team in the land. Amen. Can y'all give them a hand clap of praise? 
God just placed them in our heart at the right time here at Liberty. Like I said, I'm a worshiper, so I've been so excited that we have a worship team. My singers, Princess and Crystal and Trey, amen. We It's just been an awesome time. And my flag girls, I got a... Brother Justin, amen. We thank you for being with us today. I, I had not got a chance in, uh, to get your name, but I thank you. Amen, amen. Let's give them a hand of, a round of applause real quick. Amen. Our bass, our keyboard, our drums, our organist, Minister Reggie, has done a remarkable job uh, in such a short time with our ministry. Amen. I get compliments on our ministry every Sunday as far as the praise and worship team. I get compliments. And if you would like to be a part, I'm going to tell you to come, come, come reach out to Minister Reggie. Amen. I can't sing. If y'all get me up here singing, y'all, I'm going to run y'all all out to church. Amen. I'm going to run y'all all out the church. I'm just going to keep it 100. I'm going to run y'all out of the church. But if you all would love to be a part of this amazing worship team that we're building and developing here, amen, we would love to see you. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it may be. You can reach out to us, including Minister Reggie Anderson. You can find him on Facebook as well. Amen. Um, I want to get into uh, what did I say? I said I did anniversary. I did I did all my, my salutes. It's offering time. Amen. The Bible says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, that if I will not open up the windows of heaven, that there should not be room enough to receive it. The offering belongs to God. The offering is just a, a, a love offering back to God about uh, just how much God loves you and how much you love God. Amen. There are a couple of ways that you can do that for me. Can you advance that slide to the next one, Deacon Estanzi? Amen. Um, it should be uh, should be coming up on the screen. Yes, amen. Look, we got everything working right this e this evening. Amen. There are a couple of ways to give at Liberty. If you're online right now, you can go to our website lccimd.org backslash give, and you can give that way. If you love Cash App, and we all know that everybody, just about everybody, has Cash App, you can uh, you can find our church at Liberty Church MD. Amen, with the dollar sign in front of it. Also, you can text to give. If you text the word give to 855-478-5533, and you can give that way. If you all have uh, cash, we can take it at the end of service. Amen, we want to make sure that we still practice social distancing. Amen, and make sure that we're abiding by CDC guidelines. Here at Liberty, we want to make sure that everybody's safe. Amen. Amen. And real quick, while you're doing that, I want to go ahead and introduce my brother in Christ. I, this young man, uh, this young man, this young man, this young man, he's a father, he's a husband, he's also a pastor, he's a man of God. God has called him to the sacred office of pastor. He's the youth pastor at Abundant Life. It's, it's Abundant Life Worship Center. Amen. And he has been a youth, he's been in youth ministry for the longest time. The accolades go on and on. I constantly follow him and watch him on Facebook. But our relationship goes back long before ministry. When I was a senior at Parkdale High School, there was this young freshman coming in to Parkdale that by chance I had to know him and got to learn to know him from ROTC of all places. <laughs> I wish I had that picture with me right now because I was the drill team commander my senior year for the armed drill team and there was this little skinny 
this little skinny private <laughs> that was on my drill team named Danny Prince. And, and we got to know each other. I graduated that year. He left Parkdale that year. But just to know that he grew up in Landover Hills, I grew up in Kentland, I, just to watch him, his maturation and his development and his growth throughout all these years has just been a remarkable thing. It, it, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm just short on words for all the things that I could say about him, but one thing that I know, he has a heart for God's people. He has a heart for the children of God, amen. He has a heart for your youth. He walks in integrity. He walks in discipline. He walks in assurance of knowing just who God has called him to be, amen. And so after our next selection, after our next song, the next voice that you will be hearing is none other than our speaker of the hour, Pastor Danny Prince. So when he comes to the pulpit, let's give him our full, I give him our best ovation, give him our best applause as we uh, begin begin to go into before we as we begin to go before the throne of grace on this evening amen amen all hearts and minds prepare for the word with this next selection amen come on right in that spirit of worship right wherever you are lift those hands and begin to worship God come on give God a wave Worship, lift your voice and cry out unto him. Come on, saturate the atmosphere with your worship.
Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Come on. Let's give God some praise in this house. Come on. Let's give God some praise in this house. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. What's good? What's good? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling out there? Listen. Listen. I'm going to give y'all a brief introduction. I'm going to get all the preliminaries out of the way. And if y'all don't mind, I'm asking y'all permission if I can jump right into the word. Because there is a word from the Lord. And I have a very, 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 very important appointment that I got to get to. My daughter turned seven today. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Avery. I love you. And daddy will be home very soon. The party starts at 7, so I will be walking in the door about 6.30, 6.45. But listen, I just want to make a slight correction in um, Pastor Thomas' story. I didn't leave Parkdale. I got kicked out of Parkdale. They, yeah, my, my behavior was so jacked up, they said, you know what, why don't you go ahead over there to Fairmont and act a plum fool over there. So I did spend one good year at Parkdale High School. ROTC couldn't fix me. Detention couldn't fix me. Suspension couldn't fix me. So they said, you know what, let's just send you on over there to Capitol Heights and get you out of Riverdale because apparently this ain't working for you. So that's the only slight story. That's the only slight correction in that story. But I do give honor to God who is the head of my life. I thank God for the senior pastor of this house, Pastor Thomas. Brockenberry, thank you so much for the invite. It's awesome to see how where God, where we were versus where God has us now. I think that's an awesome testimony for anybody. Where you are now is just a holding place for where God is getting ready to take you. I don't care how your life looks now. I don't care where you are now. I don't care what you're doing now. Your story is still being written. And God has a plan for you. So hold tight, hang on, brace yourself because the ride has just begun. I thank God for my wife who is at home with my three daughters. I'm a girl dad, three daughters. She's holding down the fort while I'm doing ministry. So I thank you. I love you. Again, I'll be home shortly to my other two, Aaron and Allison. I love you guys. But listen, I got a word from you guys. I got a word for you guys. Listen. Turn with me. Turn with me to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 18. While you're looking for that, let's, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus we thank you. God, I thank you right now for your word. God, I thank you right now for this time and this place that you have us in, God. While we don't understand what's going on, while we can't make sense of everything, God, God, you do all things well, God. All things work together, God. So, God, I thank you right now. Bless this service, God. Bless the pastor, God. Bless the anniversary of him and the church, God. That you will bless them tenfold, twentyfold, God. God, I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice that you will move in their life. You will touch them near and afar, God. Do what only you can do. Heal and restore bless and provide, correct and love. In Jesus' name we pray, let the people of God say amen. 
Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 18, and I'm going to go to verse 21. And it says, for I consider, King James Version say, I reckon, but the English Standard Version says, I consider that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared of the glory which shall be revealed. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of his Son of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. That the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Liberty family, I want to preach from the subject, being positioned for a purpose. Tweeted Facebook and Instagram it, jotted down, send it in a text message. Being positioned for a purpose to tap into your theme, rooted to grow. Many will agree that 2020 was a whirlwind of a year. It was a year that tested and tried everything that we know and didn't know. For many of us, it rocked the very core of our lives and we can't even, and if we could be completely honest, although we made it to 2021 alive and well with minor scrapes and bruises and a new president and a black female vice president, part of us, part of the life still seems a little dark and dim. It's as if half the world is sighing in relief while the other half is still suffering from residual trauma, hurt, delays, setbacks, and disappointment. Half the world is sprouting while the other half is still buried. Half of us are coming out of our storm while the other half are still sitting in the middle of our storm. We try, we sit back trying to make sense of it all, asking ourselves, why has another year gone by and I'm still in the same situation, still in the same funk, still in the same mess I was a few weeks ago with a few, a few months ago and last year. When does it end? When will the break, uh, when will I see the break of day? When will I see daylight shine through the darkness? When, God? See, 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 not, see, I don't know about you, but I've had arguments with God. I've had some deep-rooted, straight up back and forth in my face, in his face, saying, God, you promised me this, and why hasn't it come to pass? You said this, but I'm not seeing it, God. You said you was going to heal, but the person is still suffering. So you see, my brother, I stopped by to tell somebody that God has not forgotten about you. God has not left you for dead or turned his back on you. However, the only thing God has done, which oftentimes come off, comes off in the flesh as neglect and abandonment, was simply place you and set you up for proper positioning. God is setting you up and he's placing you in position for proper positioning. Yes, that's right. What you're going through and dealing with right now is working in your favor and for your good. You just have to handle and endure the process and what's done in the dark will come out in the light. Oh, you see, you, you thought that scripture was only used to rebuke somebody. You thought that scripture was only used to tell somebody that all the sin they're doing in the dark is going to come out. No, 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 no. That scripture also says that even the good that you do in the dark will come out in the light. Even the hell that you're going through will be blessing and in light. Let me give y'all a quick story. You see, growing up, 
my mom had an amazing green thumb. We had the only apartment in the balcony when we had the only apartment balcony in the neighborhood with the jungle of beautiful, bright, healthy looking green, short and tall plants and trees. It was truly a sight to see as you drove down as you drove down the street past my house. It was to the point that when cars drove by, people would stop and pull their car over to admire and compliment my mom's plants and trees. They loved how big they grew. They loved how healthy they looked. They loved how pretty and green they were. Some would even go as far as to pull their car over, run up to my balcony, and say, Carolyn, can we buy one of your plants? Or can we get a leaf off your plant? Can we have a plant to put in our house? You see, while everyone was complimenting my mom on her plants and trees, while they was asking her if they could purchase several of them for their own house, while everyone was admiring how beautiful and how healthy and how green my mom's plant were, what they did not see was the countless days and hours my mom spent on her knees with her hands in dirt and soil, planting and pruning and digging and trimming and maintaining and potting and repotting those beautiful green healthy plants to be what everyone drove by to see. They saw the finished product, they wanted the finished product, but they didn't see the starting process. They, 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 they wanted the finished product, they saw the finished product, but they didn't see the process. They, that went over somebody's head. They, they didn't see the beginning stages. They didn't see the first step. Plant expert says that the seven steps that, 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 that you need to grow a healthy plant is room to grow, temperature, light, water, air, nutrients, and time. Let me say that again. Expert says, expert says that the seven things you need to grow a healthy plant is room to grow, temperature, Light, water, air, nutrients, and time. Okay, experts, that sounds real good. Thank you for that information. But I'm not here to talk about none of those. I'm not here to talk about that because I believe that the experts missed, missed the state, missed the step. I don't want to talk about that step. I want to talk about the steps that the experts left out. I want to challenge all the plant experts with something that my mama taught me growing up. She said the key to a healthy plant, before you consider any of those steps, is seed placement. Write that down. Seed placement. The definition of seed placement according to Danny Prince, it is the position and the posture in which you place the seed for direct exposure to the soil to be rooted for healthy growth. I'm going to say that one more time. Seed placement is the position and the posture in which you place the seed and direct exposure to the soil to be rooted for healthy growth. Romans 8.20 said, for the creation was subjected to futility, uselessness, ineffectiveness, often translated as setback and delays, not willingly, but because of him that was subjected in hope. See, 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 your car was broken into because God allowed it to. He allowed your car to be broken into, not because, not just for uselessness, but with hope. With hope, with the reason. You see, why is that important, you ask? Why is that important? Because the rooting process is a painful process. It's a painful process. It's a hurt process. It's painful because what's actually happening is when you're being rooted, you, the seed, is being placed and buried in dirt. Ah, stay with me. 
You're being placed and buried in dirt. It is at that time when you're buried when the, is when the maturation takes place. You see, while you're sitting in your dark place, greatness and potential and possibilities begin to break through the layer of the seed to take root. When I got kicked out of Parkdale, I was in a dark place because I felt left out. I felt rejected. I felt set back. I felt like I wasn't good enough to be at the school that I wanted to go to. But when I, got, when I, when I was sent to Fairmont, the maturation began to happen. The getting kicked out of park there was the best thing that happened to me because it sent me to Fairmont and I began to mature. I began to blossom. I began to grow. And is that is when I found Christ. That's when I found Christ. You see, the process had to happen for the growth to desire to manifest itself. The process had to happen for the growth you desire to manifest itself. Why is seed placement so important? God has, his, God has intentionally and purposely placed you in the dark situation to position you to be rooted for where he's getting ready to take you. See, 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 everybody wants the beautiful, the beautiful blossom trees. You want the leaves to be good. You want everybody to say, oh, you look good. You're doing good. You're preaching good. You're singing good. You're dancing good. You're playing good. Your life looks good. But nobody wants to be in your shoes when you was doing bad, when you got kicked out, when you got left out, when you got evicted, when you didn't have a dime to your name and you couldn't even pay for a Big Mac and a Happy Meal for your kids. Nobody wants to be in those shoes. They didn't see when you was rooted. They didn't see when you was buried. They didn't see when God took you and had to keep you in the dark. You see, see, when God intentionally and purposely placed you in a dark situation, he positions you to be rooted for where he's getting ready to take you. Everything God does has a reason behind it. It's the method behind his madness that when we can't see, he sees everything. Where the seed is placed will determine where and how it grows. In order for the plant to grow, the seed must be placed deep in the soil and it must be covered completely. See, 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 this, this is the part that we want to skip and miss. This is the part we want to rewind. This is the part we want to fast forward to get by. A seed will never be able to produce roots until it's activated by the soil that is placed in it. Everybody wants the finished product, but don't want to go through the process. They want the blessing without the burden. They want the promise without the pressure. They want the light without the darkness. You can't get to light unless there is darkness around you. Sometimes you just got to thank God for being in darkness. You got to thank God for the hell that you've been in. Thank God for the crap that you had to deal with. Because it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? See, see. Pastor Thomas said it earlier, you, you can praise God on the mountaintop, but you was too busy complaining in the valley. Sometimes you have to begin to praise God in the valley, so when he takes you to the mountaintop, you have a greater appreciation for being there. You have a greater appreciation for being there because you spent time in the valley. You spent time in the dirt. You spent time in the soil. Plants can stand tall and look green because they know where they came from. And if a plant can appreciate being green, being healthy, standing tall and standing big, then why can't we? Because oftentimes we want to refuse the process. We want to neglect and reject being placed in the soil. You can't expect your seed to grow or even take root if you place it on top of the dirt. See, see, on top of the dirt is where the seed would die. 
if you take a plant seed and you just throw it on top of the dirt, it won't take root. It won't take, it won't gravitate to the soil, but you have to dig deep in the soil. You have to be buried in your mess before God can birth you and root you in your glory. There could be no plant without the burial of the seed. There could be no oil without the pressing or crushing of the olive. It's inside the dirt. It's inside the soil. It's in the dark places that God is able to produce a root from the seed. See, 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 it's, it's when you place the seed in the dirt, the maturation of the seed begins to happen. And the potential and the goodness and the greatness breaks through the seed. And that's where you get the root from. You never, you never know why and where the roots come from, but the roots extend from the seed. But if the seed is never placed in the ground, the roots would never break through the seed. And if the roots don't break through the seed, they'll never be activated by the soil. And if they're not activated by the soil, they won't break through the soil and become the plant or blossom what God is trying to get you to be. It says the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the child of God. Your story is still being written, but you're too busy stuck on that chapter that's being left, that had you left back, that had you set back. The pastor could not could not stay at the fact that his car was broken into. He had to deal with the situation, feel how he was feeling. Thank God that it wasn't him that got broken into and keep it moving and say, all right, God, what's next for me? Because if, the, if he took that from me, God, you have something in line waiting on me. Paul, Paul said it. Paul said it like this in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. He said, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. My strength is made perfect when I'm in the dirt, buried with all the with all the hell that I got going on, with all the stuff, the abuse, the rejection, the oppression, the depression, the hell that people talked about me. The, they drug my name in the ground, but His grace is made perfect in all of that. Most gladly will I will I glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Understand that your being purpose and position comes free of charge with grace. Your purpose and your positions come free of charge with grace. He said, because you're being purposed, because I'm positional, I am giving you grace to deal with everything that you're dealing with. I am giving you the fortitude and the latitude to be able to handle and maintain everything that you're going through. You just have to see God in it. You have to, the difference between believers and non-believers is that when a non-believer go through hell and high water, they can't see nobody but what they're going through. When a believer goes through hell and high water, we see Christ and we know that we're okay. If a non-believer is on a boat and the boat is sinking, they begin to panic. When a believer's in a boat and the boat is sinking, I'm like, God, if the boat is sinking, you're going to bless me to be able to swim. You're going to bless me to be able to get from the middle of this water to land just like that. Either I'm going to swim or I'm going to walk. But all I know is you're not going to let me drown. All I know that when I'm buried deep in sin, when I'm buried deep in my mess, when I'm buried deep in my trials, when I'm buried deep in my sin, when I'm buried deep in the hell that I've been through, I know, God, that you're going to bring me out. Because if I'm buried, then you're down there with me. God will give you grace to handle, maintain, and function while you're being rooted. While you're in a dark place trying, while you're in a dark place 
your trying season, your rough patch, your hell and high water time, God allows the grace and the supernatural power to have the peace that surpasses all understanding in the midst of what should have taken your life, drove you to insanity, caused you to take your own life. But the Apostle Paul concludes like this, and I'm going to take my seat. Therefore, sometimes you just need a therefore in your life. Therefore, I will take pleasures in my infirmities and in my reproaches and my, my necessities and persecution and distress for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, that's when I'm strong. When I'm laid out and my back is up against the wall and I've been knocked out not once, not twice, not three times and everything is not going the way they're supposed to go. Your, your family is not treating you how you're supposed to treat. Your spouse is not treating you how they're supposed to treat you. Your grades don't look like what it should do. Your parents that put you on punishment more times than you ain't been on punishment. But you say that I I thank God because when I'm weak, that's when I'm at my strongest. Because when I don't have nothing else, I can lift my hand to God and say, God, I thank you. God, I love you. God, I know that if nobody is for me, you are. Weeping may endure for a night. Weeping may in liberty. Weeping may endure for a night. The hell you're going through may endure for the night. The setback may endure for a night. The pushback may endure for the night. The agony and pain may endure for the night. The stress may endure for the night. The disrespect may endure for the night. The loss may endure for the night. But your breakthrough, your deliverance, your, op your open door, your approval, your acceptance letter cometh in the morning. Before you can get to your morning, you must go through your night. Before you can get your joy, you must go through some suffering and weeping. Before before you reach your healing, you must deal with some pain. Before you get your approval and acceptance, you have to go through rejection and delays. Before you can grow, you have to first be rooted. Liberty, as I take my seat, I want you to know that God has placed you in the dirt. God has placed you in the soil. God has placed you in the pig pen. He has placed you in the dirt so you can take root, but you have to let go. You have to ask God to have his way. Get out of your own way. Take your hands off your own mess and lift your hands to God and say, God, God, I trust you. God, I surrender. God, I know you're going to do great things. God, I know you inside of me. God, I know you're around me. God, I know you're walking with me. God, I know you can deal with the things I can't deal with. God, I know you can handle the things I can't handle. God, I know you can make things work that I, try, I fail trying to make it work. God, I know. I know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. All things work. Pastor Thomas said it, that even, even when they broke in his car and they took his laptop and they took his iPad and they took his coat, the coat was meant to keep somebody warm. The laptop was meant to get somebody saved. The, the uh, iPad was meant to, when they open it, they know that liberty is there. That even the person that stole it can be free. Even the person that stole it can be set free, can be delivered. Because maybe they are the one that's being buried. Maybe they are the one that's in their dirt, in their soil right now. Because there's some people right now that's preaching the word of God. That was that same person breaking into somebody's car, stealing the iPad and the laptop and somebody's coat. And they had to go through the maturation of their own. 
So, Father God, it's in the name of Jesus. I speak to that person right now that's sitting in the dirt. They're in the process of being rooted, but they have not blossomed yet. And you're getting discouraged. You're getting depressed. You're asking God, when is it going to be your time to blossom? When is it going to be your time to move to your front? When is it going to be your time to see the breaking of the day? But God said, I will do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think according to my riches and glory, according to his works and not your own your own resources and your own um, response. Inadequacy does not mean anything to God. So, uh, God, I thank you right now for what you're doing. I thank you for the rooting process. I thank you for the growing process. I thank you for everything that you're doing un behind the scenes, God, because everything you're doing behind the scenes is going to shine in the forefront. So, God, we thank you. God, we love you. God, we adore you. And I ask all of this in Jesus' name. We pray that the people of God say amen. Let the people of God say amen. Let the people of God say amen. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, being positioned for a purpose. <laughs> Wherever you are right now, he said, being positioned for a purpose, and I'm not going to hold us too much longer. But if you ever buy a pack of seeds, Pastor Danny, on the back of it, it tells you the different depth of each seed. My seed is not the same depth as Pastor Danny's seed. Your seed is not the same depth as his seed. But in order for your your seed to, to root, to, to begin to grow and come out, it has to be at the depth that God has for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. For the longest time, I used to struggle with that. God, why is that ministry growing? God, why is that ministry flourishing? God, why is that ministry doing this? Why is this pastor getting this engagement? Why is my phone never ringing? God, why am I sitting on the in the place where, God, I know the word on the inside of me is true. I know it's authentic, but God, what is it that's happening with me? God said, I haven't gotten you to your depths. You can't be worried about their depth. You can't be worried about their success. You can't be worried about their accolades. I got to get you to the depth I got for you so that your seed can produce what I have for you. Positioned for a purpose. Sometimes that requires a deep, dark transition. My testimony is not, Pastor Dan, even though it has same similarities, our testimonies are not the same. God has to position me for my purpose. He positioned him for his purpose. He positioned you for your purpose. 
And as the song plays right now, there is somebody right now that needs to know that they're being positioned right now. It looks dark. It looks grim. It looks like it's going to hurt. It looks like that everybody is leaving you. It looks like all hell is breaking loose. It looks like all of these things are transpiring. But God said, I got to take you to a depth that nobody else can get to you. Because if I can take you there, the enemy can't find you. And what the enemy can't find, I I can begin to release. Yeah, somebody just missed that. Somebody that's watching, somebody that's listening. God is pushing you down and you think it's the enemy, so you kind of come against everything with the enemy. But no, God said, I'm pushing you down because the further I can push you down, the stronger you can grow up. We all like that moment when a flower buds, a flower comes out the ground, but we never pay attention to how deep that flower had to be rooted. Hi, if everybody can stretch your hand forth to Pastor Danny real quick. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this man of God. We thank you for this rhema word. We thank you, God, for this logos word. We thank you, God, that you are releasing right now into the atmosphere all the provisions that Pastor Danny needs, all the things that he needs in his life, God, because you have humbled him. You have called him to be your servant. You have called him out of darkness into, his, into your marvelous light, God. So God, pour back into him all that he poured out on this day God so that somebody can be delivered somebody can be healed somebody can be set free God and when he gets as he leaves this place God we release angels already that are preparing his house conducive preparing his family to be conducive preparing those things that he's been talking to you about in the darkness that you are releasing the privilege the provisions for it right now in the name of Jesus God, we thank you for the life of his daughters. We thank you for the life of his wife, Angie. We thank you for, oh, Angel, we thank you for her life right now in the name of Jesus. God, have your way in a mighty way with them, God. God, you said you would make his latter days greater than his past. So God, release it right now in the name of Jesus. That every place the soles of his feet shall tread upon, that land shall be given unto him, God, for your authority, for your kingdom building, for your assignment, God. And in this season of isolation, God, produce in his life like never before. Produce like never before. Produce like never before because he is positioned for purpose. There are doors that are being opened right now in the spirit that God has already released the favor and the provisions for you right now. He said, I am well pleased, my son. They counted you out. But I am well pleased with you, Pastor Danny. I am well pleased with you. You are a prince among princes. Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you for every life that's here, God. And if there's anybody here under the sound of my voice that has not given their life to you, God. God, right now, I ask that you speak to them in their dark place. Speak to them in their right now place, God. Speak to their Do to be saved. For your word simply says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, then you shall be saved. If that's your confession right now, I dare you open up your mouth and say, I believe 
I believe, I believe, I believe. Take my seed and plant it. If you are in need of healing, he said, take my yoke. He said, uh, healing is the children's bread. It's time for you to receive. Time for you to receive. If you have been in a backslidden state, God has not forgotten. You said, just like the prodigal son, come out of the pig pen and make the confession that my father is better to work for my father than it is to be in this pig pen. The process may seem long, but we will walk with you every step of the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Let's give God one last hand clap of praise. Amen, 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 amen. And while, them, while, while they play, keep playing there for me, Minister Reggie. While they keep playing, I'm going to go ahead and dismiss us right now. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, everybody lift your hands up real quick. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we came into worship and we came into praise. Now, God, with the same heart that we came into worship through song, through preaching, and to simply be here to hear of your word, God, we ask God that you release the same power, the same intensity, and the same provisions as we go home, God. We are your children. We ask God that you release angels to our home to be there when we get there, to already change the atmosphere in our homes to already change the atmosphere in our environments, to change the atmosphere on our jobs. We thank you, God, for all that you're doing, for all that you've done, and we thank you, God, for being an on-time God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to the most wise God, the honor and glory and dominion, both now, here, and forever, is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Tell somebody social distance. Tell somebody you love them. Tell somebody God is with you. God is with you and God is with you. And last but not least, live on purpose. Live for purpose. But most importantly, live in God's purpose. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. 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 Amen.